Welcome in to Rossi on Wrestling, the best potential hour of your week. Well, not well. Raw didn't do it for you well, Raw's three times not over. Be the best time of your week, but we us talking SmackDown the last hour. Woo! That was good. That was phenomenal. Yeah, we'll get to all that. It is Rossi on Wrestling. This is our preview to Elimination Chamber. We're gonna make some predictions. They're undefeated, by the way. Undefeated predictions. What do you mean? We've never got one wrong. That's not true. No, it's not. But that's how you promote it. <laughs> all right, that makes people say. go, "Ooh, really?" <laughs> Yeah, we'll get to those a little bit later on. Because I'm always wrong with my predictions and bets. It's like, because I pick with my, like, what I want to happen, which yeah. has never actually happened. Except you beat me twice in one night. As oh. a night I'll never forget. The Nia I Jax beat myself one. twice a lot in one night. Well, that's impressive, especially at this age. You know, back when I was 16, it was like, I used to try to go sick days, it was like 10. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I don't think anything really happened, but I just used to say I felt like I was in a better, even like, you know, not the... For some reason, I felt better performing when I was sick, but I think we're... Uh, oh, that's yeah, we're going way off yeah. the tracks here. But nonetheless, that is the voice of the uh, greatest tag team partner in the podcast sphere a man can Woo! ask for. That's right. It's Billy D. Billy, uh, aside from, you know, you uh, jacking the beanstalk a bunch of times... Uh, I'm upset. You're upset? I'm very well, upset. You know what? Let's put this, a pin on that. This we'll, week's sad. We're going to start with something. We're going to start with a little fun. How about that? All right. Can I cheer you up? Yeah, I'm gonna sure. Let's do it. going to give you a guess the stable. Oh, my God. So this is an interesting one. Only one stable in the history of wrestling has all four, it's only four member stable, have all lost to The Undertaker at WrestleMania, but all have defeated The Rock at WrestleMania. Uh, I'm going to say it has to be with the, the King okay. of Kings one. What's his name? Uh, King of Kings? Never heard of that stable. No, uh, the fucking, what? Uh, Paid Evolution is a mystery. Evolution is correct. That was pretty good. I didn't, You know what? Yeah. I saw that earlier and I was like, I had no idea. Well, once you said that era, it, it was all those guys. Well, you never know. No, you know. Well, the reason I didn't remember is because I didn't know that Batista was in the, tr- the three. I, I knew it was Orton and... Flair versus the Rock and Sock Connection at WrestleMania 21. I totally forgot Batista was in it. It was a handicap match. How many times did The Undertaker fight Triple H at WrestleMania? Seven? Three times. Seven? Three. Was it's, it eight? And you know what's funny? It felt like a hundred. One of my favorite matches. and well, I think The first one was great. That's my one of my favorite matches of all time. WrestleMania it's a 17. Great match. Because they just went everywhere around the arena. It was so much fun. The other two were just big move spot fest, but they oh, were both at a different time man. in their career. Triple H, get over yourself, man. Just run an XT. Oh, we're going to get into him as soon as we start. This also sad passing. Pedro Morales. Yes. Who was like the first ever, so, so people say, the first ever WWE champion, Intercontinental champion, and tag champion. Yeah, my so mom the actually was a triple crown. My mom always talks about him and the uh, other uh, Chief Rose J. Strongbow. Well, oh. Like back in the day, those were like her guys. Like she actually watched wrestling as a yeah. kid. Yeah, and those were the big foreign guys. You know, Pedro Morales, I think for people our age, I think I tweeted this. Um... I just always remembered him as being there as the Spanish announce table. Like he was the first one that yes. I remember as a kid, like Survivor Series '92. It was like before they Pedro broke Morales. it routinely. Well, yes, that was before it was a gimmick, basically. Yes. And uh, and one of the greatest underrated moments. I can't find it, but I remember one time they went up to Paul Heyman and they were about to break the table, and he just goes, "Do we look Spanish to you?" <laughs> Paul Heyman. This he's is just incredible. Guy. Like, love him on the mic. Sometimes, you know, it gets a little redundant where he's at kind of in this position. But I do love him. But he he really, I want him more. I think Russell could use him more. I know he's doing some more creative, which is great. But Just get him out of Brock Lesnar. Just, like, like, just add get more Brock. people. Add more people. Yeah, that's what I mean. Just not Curtis more. Axel. Not, not Ryback. But, like, <sighs> add more people. Yes. And I'm sure we could do a whole podcast on that. Worldwide Wrestling News. All right, let's jump into the news. Batista Ugh. is resurfacing some news here because 
boy, all elite wrestling is sure, sure uh, putting some flames to the fire right now because Batista has been pitching, and there's all this news that it was going to be Batista versus Triple H, WrestleMania 35. Woohoo. He still wants to do that. He has claimed from day one, well, since he returned to that SmackDown 1000, even though Evolution all returned, speaking of them, uh, on SmackDown, even though they were a Raw faction. Way but too long of a promo, by the way. Nonetheless, but it was good. I like that. It actually brought Randy Orton out, too. It made him look cool in his little suit. Anyways, so the plan is for WWE, they want to sign him to do a WrestleMania match with Triple H, which Triple H has been cleared to wrestle. He, like, yeah, tore, he, like, his, tore his thing, like, a while. His but, thing? You know, his yeah. thing? Well, you doing know. it ten times a When day? you do steroids, wonderful things can happen. And he's on a lot of them. Because we saw what happened when he didn't. He blew up like a balloon and was oh, a big fat the guy with we, The fat, fat Royal Rumble, like 2008. But I, I, don't, I don't want, like, so let Batista me is great in Guardians of the Galaxy. Way better <laughs> yes. actor than I ever thought. I yeah. love him in those movies. I don't want him wrestling anymore. Okay, so All Elite Wrestling is looking to potentially sign him. He was in a photo with Chris Jericho right after Jericho. You know, signed the match with Omega, which we'll get to. So you have two options. Let's just, I'll give you the options. Batista in an All Elite Wrestling match. Somewhere down the line later this year, maybe it's even at uh, Double or Nothing or versus Triple H at WrestleMania 35. Are these gun to my head? Sure. All right. Gun- I don't like to. I don't like guns. Gun to my head, pull the trigger. But oh. no, if I actually absolutely have to pick, put him in All Elite because that'll yeah. bring some eyeballs to it and it'll be a good little spot. That's what you can use him for. The WWE has so many like young stars they just need to put over, and he's not gonna do it if he's wrestling Triple H. So I don't want that at all. I agree. If he's gonna go and like put on the map a guy like Baron Corbin or something, that's cool. But that's not gonna happen. And it's just another old man match of the combined ages over probably a hundred. So yes. I don't want. I don't want to see that. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I'd rather him just do an all-elite one-off. I, I wouldn't mind a Triple H match and Batista. I just think WrestleMania, like, I get the reason why, like, it's the granddaddy of them all. But give me that at, like, you know, an event we need to sell. Like, like and maybe even a Survivor Absolutely. Series. Like, because people keep bringing this up, and we'll get to a lot with the Charlotte Flair stuff. But it's like, oh, you got to sell tickets. WrestleMania is sold out. I don't know if it's sold out, but you know what I mean. It like, will. WrestleMania it's sells itself. You don't to a degree, need- yes. And the I bought that, my tickets. Yeah, the people that are in the matches are already like big enough yeah. for wrestling fans for WrestleMania. You don't need this match. This match just detracts from what should be a good card. I agree. And the way things kind of are lining up, it looks like this could be like, I know I thought this years ago, but a kind of a passing of the torch type of main uh, WrestleMania because I know you're going to have Brock Lesnar, but outside of Brock Lesnar, you really have a lot of like youthful current day stars it, it doesn't seem like there'll be big returns as of now after last week we talked about the undertaker oh, yeah. like man will have a match he's young well we'll, we'll see Triple H love match he's young well but hopefully not that's we'll, we'll see how it plays out but right now i'm kind of thinking like oh they might actually be fading off hopefully. a little bit yes. hopefully, or put triple h against instead of batista put him against a rising person or someone that could use it but we'll have plenty of time to get to that uh, another big thing in the news double or nothing the aew's first promotion officially uh, sold out in four minutes after their pre-sale. Wow, so earlier that's today, impressive. four minutes. This is at the MGM Grand. I think it's going to hold up to s- almost 8,000 people. Well, that's Attitude Era level sellout time. I oh, mean, yeah. it's a smaller arena, but maybe we can go to this thing. Ooh, it's a Labor Day weekend. Vegas. I'm Bay down. Bay. I'm down. We, we have a friend Pools are got, open. We have a friend he's of going ours to, He's going in summer. I will go to Vegas twice in one year. Maybe you can't stop me. <laughs> I like that song, by the way. Ain't about no crappy. stopping me. No, I was not. <laughs> that, no. Anyways, uh, so Kenny Omega officially signed. I think it was right after we did our podcast last week. They did their um, official, like, next, whatever they call it, ticket event. And Omega officially signed with AEW. Will face Chris Jericho. So it's Omega, Jericho 2 at All Elite. Pretty it, cool. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things. I would have liked maybe something a little different, but... 
it wasn't a matchup that I think you're selling it to an American audience, so they probably not you know a lot of people haven't seen it, but yeah. people who are going to be watching All Elite right away are haven't gonna, seen this. Haven't they, seen this. No, they have. Oh, you oh because like, the internet because you're yeah. yeah you're coming to All Elite like and this will also help draw in some of the casual fans that Chris Jericho's there. I would have liked it if they paired him up with some other WWE superstar instead of that and then build to this later. Yeah. But you know what are you gonna do? And. Yeah. I like the way they did it. I like all the stuff they're doing, that kind of gr- like bare roots. It almost looks like a riot type of setup that they're just doing in the middle of like parking lots. And then they set up like the music. I don't know. I think it's a pretty thing, good old school feel. It does. And I really dig it and I'm looking forward to it. And our last bit of news New Japan Pro Wrestling has a new IWGP champion, and it is the most American audience move of all time. So at. Um, uh, why can't I remember their big event? Wrestle Kingdom. Um, Tanahashi defeated Kenny Omega for the championship. He's a long time. He's basically the John Cena style for New Japan, and he was defeated at their latest pay per view called New Beginning by Jay White. And Jay White, for those that don't know, and I a don't, l- a little education for you. He's the next Kenny Omega. He's this 26 year old uh, kid from New Zealand. He goes by Switchblade. By the way, all of the uh, the best way to put it, I guess, is the white Caucasian guys in New Japan, always had kick-ass names. Yeah, Switchblade's great. Switchblade, I like that. it's awesome. He's part of the Bullet Club. He's, he's a bigger part of them, and he's do, they're doing this, in my opinion, because they're bringing that G1 Supercard to Madison Square Garden, teaming up with Ring of Honor. You don't got Kenny Omega. You don't got Cody Rhodes. You don't have a big American name on the card, so they're making Jay White that guy, so... He'll be the headlining that WrestleMania weekend show. So I, I find it interesting. I think he's going to be someone that will sell to, what do we call the Western audience to them? Yeah. But I mean, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. I mean, Switchblade's a cool name. Yeah. Jay White is excellent like, in the ring. I mean, I that's why you watch that is to get good matches in the ring. And hopefully AEW will, br- will bring you the storylines that were lacking from there and quite frankly, lacking from the WWE. All right. Let's get into Good, bad, ugly. My God. We'll start positive. Because oh you know what? I have to say something. Spoiler alert. I'm upset this week. Oh, wow. Okay. And I think it's about different things. So I think I'm going to disagree with you, but we'll jump into okay, it. Okay, but I think it's one thing that we can all agree on is they made a star again in Kofi oh. Kingston. Kofi Kingston, round of applause. Um, I love that. That is how you tell a story in the ring. That is how you make a superstar. Everything about this match and the way it was handled besides the Samoa Joe eight-minute rest holds was <laughs> fantastic. I loved everything about the way it was booked. They did it smart from start to finish. And you gave a guy who's been... Not maligned, but like taken a back seat and done a really good job in a stable and just made him like even better than he was before. You just sold it took one match, one lengthy match. You he, so he's replacing Mustafa Ali on in the but elimination that's what you can chamber. Do with story, but that's how quick you did it. So I actually personally thought though, I thought you'd be upset about this. I thought Xavier Woods was getting the nod. I would recently. Loved it. I would have loved it, but. They they keep giving Kofi these spots. He was the Money in the Bank guy. Like Big E has been in places. By the way, almost twenty two minutes versus Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston. That's what we wanted at, at Royal Rumble. That's all they needed to do. That and could have been Brian the match over. at that's, this. That's what I'm saying. Pay per view. Oh, or even it could have been a tag team match with the New Day. Yeah, and then you but, put the Elimination Chamber elsewhere. But Mustafa Ali went down. Yeah. Good so promo by Mustafa Ali, by great. the way. Loved it. The body gives out before the heart. Really liking what they're doing with him. Uh, I think... You're making him a star, too. Yes. And I know a lot of people are saying, you know, it should have been him in this role. Well, he couldn't do it. He I was don't physically even think unable to yeah. perform. But even if he was in this role, I don't think it would have been as good. I would have liked to have seen him We've just... We've seen his rise recently. Yes. And I think he didn't need this as much as I think... 
If it wasn't him in this spot, I would have expected maybe Samoa Joe to be in that spot. Not that he would have went that long, but he would have yeah. been the guy to beat three people. And we would have seen a lot more rest holds. But just the fact that I wanted Big E first. Well, yep. I actually wanted Xavier Woods first because yep. I love him. Then Big E, and then I was like, ah, Kofi. But they sold it. It's because they told the story throughout he, the match. And that thing at the end where he's like, I've been waiting 11 years for this. I don't that. care. Like, and that's the thing I'm talking about when you milk it. And he milked it a little bit longer. And I'm shoving Ross. <laughs> I don't know like, He hit. made AJ Styles like really have to earn the moment of, right, I'm going to finally kick this guy's yeah, ass. Like, I don't care anymore. I'm trying to let you off the hook here. Yes. I'm going to beat your ass. And he did. And yes. I like that. And they were making logical choices that you and I would make in those scenarios. Yes. And here's the one thing. For the my, characters that they were playing. My one simple critique, it's they, it, they're doing the same thing they did with Seth Rollins last year, which they just highlighted on Raw, by the way. Like, Seth Rollins last year at this time, when it was the same exact setup. It was the Raw Elimination Chamber, six-pack challenge, or whatever they call it, gauntlet match, and he went almost the distance. I would have liked to seen Kofi beat AJ and actually then get him be the one that gets RKO'd out of nowhere. Because I just think we, we haven't actually seen that person go the distance in one of these gauntlet matches. Yes. So I think that... I, it's a small critique. Not mad about the way they They're went with it. saving it for next year. But honestly, because then who's next year's guy? Because they don't come they up with new ideas. Andrade will be there next year. But I, I thought, This yeah. was ex- executed quite well. I liked it a ton. So uh, the positive side of this Becky, Ronda, McMahon's, Charlotte now thing uh, is that Charlotte has mega heat. Which, you know what? And I'll get this out of the way now. She deserves this moment. Yep. She's a great wrestler. One I of saw, the best female performers. I say she's one of the best time. performers in the game. Last year, she was the best performer in the entire company. Yeah, she, well, she's hands excellent. down was the best. Even so, oh. she like she's not unworthy of this moment. It just doesn't need her in this. She's doing fine. I totally get what they're doing. Like they want to take the heat off of Ronda. They want to inject her into this feud. And right now, it's in the moment of no. Like Becky's in that. Uh, moment of you know Bliss? lost lost all no <laughs> lost all hope like yes. this is that part in the story where it's like she's done yes but I don't even know if WWE is smart enough to have that like foresight to be like this is how we're doing it I think she just might not I mean we all know she's probably gonna end up in that main event but I don't know well here's the they've re- done stupider things they definitely have I think they're going the anti Daniel Bryan route they gave her the Royal Rumble win because that's what everybody wanted the way they're gonna get out of it is she really didn't deserve it she just walked into a match basically because Lana, for some reason, was limping around. And she's like, up oh, me. And Fit fin- Finley. So I was like, yeah, go ahead. But I think the end result is everybody Ooh, wants one thing. That's Hold on, thing. let me just that's say. Let me just say. At the end result, we want her in the match. I don't know if people even want her to win. I, I don't personally don't know yet. I don't care about the end result. What, what do you care about? The journey. That, But this is a perfect part of the journey. No, this it's the not because you're fucking up the journey. No, you're not. This yes, is, yes, So wait, are. so what do you want? Just Becky? You let her and, tap out. You ruined her character there. Yeah, okay, fine. That's. I'm, I'm not even going to disagree with you that anymore. I. But they're not even going to talk about that ever That's again. the point, though. It's dumb. It's dumb. That's the point. But That, that was that part was two of weeks the ago. journey. But like, you're soft. You remember, do you remember when Austin tapped out? Do you remember when Austin apologized in the Attitude Era? No. The apology don't. now. Okay, so that's the so other the, thing. The, the that's thing the other thing. They had her apologize and then they still screwed it. So the thing with the apology, that the only thing I can relate that to Austin is when Vince McMahon had him come out in the suit and tie, but what did he do? He he the came out, he f- faked it, ripped off the suit and tie and beat her. Now we can't always just relate back to Austin. While they, there is a lot of correlations, the thing is, she apologized, but I thought she did get her edge back right after. She's like, I apologize, now give me my match. Because no. she did like right away though. She's like, sorry, uh, yeah, but give me the match. Like, I'm sorry. It, it like if you're going to screw her in the end, just have it be like the I'm sorry, I'm sorry you guys yes, don't understand that I won this yeah. match and I'm in it. Yeah. I got cleared. I already asked you to do what you wanted well, me to do, so I'm sorry that wasn't good enough. And you just keep doing that until yeah. 
Vince it, comes out. You, all you're had softening to, the character there. All they had to do if they really wanted to do the suspension angle was why'd they drop the, the, the hospital angle? All they had to say was, Becky, why aren't you, why aren't you getting checked? And then the... the, the that's it. That's all, folks. Um, but no, if you have Becky just say, yeah, I wasn't able, like, I'm not going to the damn doctor. I don't want you to steal my moment. Then Triple H be like, you have till the end of the night to confirm you're going to go. And then Vince comes out and says, I don't trust you. There's too many other things happening in this, and they just go back to the same thing that they always do. It's the authority trying to step in and blah, 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 but blah. But it does work. Fine. No, no, it doesn't, because it's making me go bananas but- in a bad way. Like... Right now. But no, 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 no. Like, you're ruining her journey, and everybody's like, oh, the end result is she's going to pin or submit Charlotte at the WrestleMania, and everybody's going to be happy. It's like, well, no, not if all of the stuff leading up to that I have to, like, slug through. Like, think about it this way. I'll get this out real quick. True Detective Season 1. Great all yeah, the way till the finale. The finale wasn't that good. Yeah, weekend. True Detective season two. Yeah. The whole show sucked. The finale was pretty good. I would much rather have the story leading up to the ending be great and the ending be not what i want because it's about well, that's the a, journey that's, that's kind of like a becky lynch match right now but the match the match is a totally different thing. i know but, but i'm saying that yeah, becky yeah, lynch yeah. match have kind of been like yeah, yeah but like the story the journey that is the most important part like i don't care if she wins the championship at wrestlemania if the story's told well but i think we're one eighth of the way i the one thing they did is they gave themselves options adding charlotte in there making her an uber heel having ronda kind of be on the side of becky like wanting to fight becky becky being like Defiant, but at the same time cowering. I think there's but just so many elements. Why Ronda just be all of the stories that are wrapped up in the authority for no reason? It would be much stronger for her as a tough baby face like jerk to be like, "You're just afraid of me. You don't want to face me." Instead, she's like, "Oh, come on! You should apologize. This is for us." Like, what? That bit that makes no logical sense. Yeah, especially where she's an MMA fighter. Yeah, Do you think she went like, to another MMA fighter and said, hey, I really want to fight you. Like, go apologize. No, she'd be like, listen, you're scared. I'm going to tap yes. you. I'm going to break your arm at yes. WrestleMania. So either buck up or get out. Logically, they're just yeah. stepping in so many like land, like, and everybody's just like, well, in the end, she's going to win. It's all going to be fine. It's like, no, I want to enjoy it. I don't want to have to suffer through it just to get to the ending. That's not fun. Now, to me, I will say most of the time when you start going on these little rants, I, I, I get frustrated and like red faced and like pissed <laughs> off. But this one, actually, you're actually making d- genuine good points because you don't have to over involve people. I do, first of all, just as a paying ticket holder going to WrestleMania. I prefer a triple threat, and I hate triple threat matches. It's a soft. It's, I'm a low, high key, whatever they say. I do not like triple match, triple threat matches unless they're pulled off really well. My only reference to why I want it here is because I saw Charlotte, Sasha, Becky steal WrestleMania 32. Those women, and that was at a prove it point. Like this was the pivot. Oh, absolutely! Of, of, it was like, the best the match on the card, no doubt. And. This, if they're going to put them in the main event, I have no doubt in my mind that they're going to do that again. But I need Charlotte in there. Personally, I get the story with Becky, but Charlotte is too good to deny. And, which one of the things we'll get to in a little bit, I don't see another place for Charlotte to go that will be good. Which, to me, like, eventually you have to shit or get off the pot with these certain things. It's like, she doesn't, she didn't fit, you're forcing her in, and it's ruining the story. And I'd be okay with that if Vince McMahon didn't tell me he made movies. He makes movies. Movies are Rocky versus Creed. You know what I mean? You can have this. They're just afraid not to have Charlotte on the marquee. Yeah. But it's like Charlotte's been around as much as Becky, and she's slightly a bigger name. It's not like oh, she's— I think she's more than slightly. N- I, Becky not Lynch in the wrestling it. community, though. In the wrestling community, like to us, yes. she's a bigger name. But to just the casual fan— I think the Flair like, name eh, does help. It just it, does. It, it doesn't help. Ronda Rousey Flair, like that— 
that helped Survivor Series, I bet, Brian. Like, they do a lot of those weird changes at the end. But it, it's WrestleMania. You already have it. It's, you, it's you a gotta brand You've got to start really elevating people. She's already elevated. Mm-hmm. Elevate Becky. Now, you're going to have Becky. Like, I know what's going to happen now if it's a triple threat. She's going to pin or submit Charlotte because they're not going to have Ronda take the loss. If you go into that I don't with know. just Becky. If you go into that with just Becky and Ronda, I don't know who's going to win that match. Here's you're right, and here's one Becky thing they is winning do. this match, and she's submitting her because it's like, oh, we'll give them the ending that they want, but, but that's not the journey. If you, you're right, now here's the thing: the only reason I'll correlate the two, Daniel Bryan's run to get to WrestleMania 30 was the worst storyline ever. He wasn't put in the Royal Rumble. The fans had a snap. CM Punk had a quit, and then he did this. The Yes awkward, movement was good. I know, but it that was organic. Was they didn't plan that, but my point is. They did this thing where he, the way he got in was him occupying Raw in the middle of March. But that and, makes him better as a character than Becky. But it was so saying, dumb if you really I'm go sorry. back. Yes, but it made it was it, his version of saying sorry in a weird no, way because he randomly though. just one day came out and said, "I'm not leaving this ring with all my fans unless you give me a spot in WrestleMania." It's like my thing to that is like, why don't people do that all the time? Now I get he was over and he had all the crowd. It just I like the one thing about this Becky thing. It seems like we have a lot of time to build really unique. Crossroads they won't do it, part. though. Well, let's say they won't do it. I like Every, this. We've, we've done this a couple times where I'm like, oh, they won't do it, and they don't. So I'm not going to give them a pass. So you don't care if Becky wins. You just want to be entertained till I then. want her character to be done properly so I can be like, it's oh. only, You know what? i give you this. I can cut you off. Sorry. But it's because they have put her in a position where she should be beloved by people like you and me, people that are diehard wrestling fans looking for that something, and they're just giving you about 85%. Well, everybody's always just like, well, she's going to win it in the end. And I'm like, what's well, fucking cool. Can I be honest? I don't even care if she wins. That I'm on the other no, side. I, I don't almost, care if she wins either. I want her character to be that great Yeah, you character. need that defiance. Okay. let's. We're going to bust right, these so now we can, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to just skip some of these things. So I'm going to jump into my heat here with this yeah. ugly... I could not be more confused on why we have not seen Asuka on television since she tapped out your girl Becky Lynch. If you're gonna tap, if you're gonna have Becky Lynch tap out and have Asuka be the one tapping her out, use her because well, you just lost all the momentum. If there was any to be gained, by. she won the title at TLC. She, she hasn't been on great, TV physically. She, she has been a great performer in her matches. Becky was the absolute drizzling poops in that match. And then we haven't seen us. We saw one hype package that didn't show the tap out. We have no signs of her. SmackDown is a great show. I don't even care if they just kept saying packages. Like, she'll be back next week. Like, I don't mind if this is like superstars when we were kids. Whereas you don't see them every week. But just give me a give me something. Like, Seth Rollins wrestle wasn't a, a legit jobber. That's all you need. Well, that's Yeah, that's one of my other things we'll get to when we break down the card. But... I, I just couldn't believe we have not seen her. There's been no mention. You have the spotlight is on the women right now and on like 15 women from Becky to Charlotte to Rhonda to all the women in the elimination chamber to even a little bit of, um, you know, I saw like a natty promo. So are you shocked by this? I, I'm not necessarily shocked. Because I'm, I'm cool as a cucumber because I expect this. Like, no, no lie. I was like, oh, they had a tap out. They're not going to do anything with it. But not like, going to do it. And they didn't. I don't even care about the tap. It's just like, how do you, she's your women's champion. Oh, is she? Yeah. You wouldn't know it. I know you wouldn't. And it's like, how do you, even if there was a package every week, like next Oscar returns next week, just do simple things. Like when I was like, I, I'm using it again, but like superstars, I remember Bret Hart, I watched every Any. week to see him. And you know what they would say? Bret Hart in two weeks. So I'd be like, okay, oh, a so tease. this, yeah, week, this cool. week I'm going to watch the Bushwhackers face Billy and Jason, uh, you know, book harmer because just it was have jobbers. anything like a workout promo but yeah. not just a package of pre-cut stuff like have her tape something like those promos. what do you want her to cut a, a cell phone video like everyone's doing no no no, no. like sit her down no but i know what you're but like the mustafa ali one yes something that or something. even i don't even care if it's pre-packaged like the person. kevin owens thing that was cool i oh. like that oh 
It was Kevin Owens. It was Kevin Owens. It was Kevin Snowens. I liked it. I don't know what that means. But (laughs) Kevin Owens was just... That's not Kevin Owens to me. I like That's Family Man. That is like baby face. I think he's coming back as a baby face. I know, but that like I like the Kevin Owens. I like is I don't care if he's heel, baby face. When he actually they don't know how to book him as a heel because he's a chicken shit heel and he shouldn't be. He he was perfect when he first came up. He's perfect NXT. He's a prize fighter. He has a family. He loves his son, and he needs to make money. They that was the one thing that they've never brought up fully. They did in the beginning. Winning matches equals more money. Having titles equals more money. Two characters. The last time they mentioned that was in the (laughs) eighties. Well, the two characters that have done that in this generation is Kevin Owens and Bobby Roode, and that was both in NXT and a little, little tiny bit there on WWE programming. That adds value to story, which they don't do. It makes way more sense to tell it. But when I see him bowling and like throwing gutter balls, laughing about it and saying, "I'll be back next week," don't know which brand. Don't give me that. You have WrestleMania season on the horizon, unless you have a great spot for Fair him. enough. This is one thing I, I talk with uh, Rich Key from uh, the show I work with. He always says he loves Bray Wyatt. Where's Bray Wyatt? I said, slow down. Give me Bray Wyatt the night after WrestleMania. Give us at time this point, with that. Yeah. Don't, I, like, Kevin Owens, give me after WrestleMania at this point, because really, where are you placing him and what are we doing? Hopefully, they have something planned. Hopefully, it'll be something decent, but I don't know. I just didn't like that promo. But, um, okay, so Oscar, now this is the one that I'm so pissed off about. This the revival? Is, I'm, I'm, oh wow! I'm You're bo- I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm boiling. Folks, he is physically I'm angry. boiling. Here's why: legit so, anger. Yes. Yeah, so both. you don't get this off. Two months ago, the revival started the storyline where they kept getting screwed. Like, oh, their foot was under the rope. The guy was holding his tights. They kept losing matches, and they were pissed. Then there was this whole change of the guard. Baron Corbin's no longer in charge. We blame him, but yet his character hasn't changed, and he still comes out with the vest. Love but. It. He, then Vince McMahon was like, talking with the Revival in a backstage problem, like, Vince, we gotta change. He's like, all right, I'll give you guys another chance. They kept losing matches. I'm like, this is really good. And they lose in these screwy little ways. There was handicap, not handicap matches. We got Lucha freaking house rules to hand, uh, lumberjack matches. Weekend, by the way. Oh, they're always terrible. Um, except I do like the guitar playing. But you have then, they're just in the middle of this story where they keep losing, can't get over, not getting those wins. An unpromoted tag team championship match on the third hour of Raw, which is historically their lowest, great wrestling match against a team that I almost it started second. off. I thought it was being wrestled in a morgue. Eventually, they got the crowd to get into oh, it because it's the third they, hour. They Again, they these wrestling that's the events, comedy hour. It, it, it's just a down hour. We've been to these Raws. I, listen, I can stay up all night watching wrestling, but even I have those like, oh crap. The thing right before the main event is usually like the Bo Dallas, Bo, Bo Leaf spot. It's the comedy spot, and that's where they put these guys in. And they put it in a great match. But the point is. Bobby Roode and Chad Gable have start to there actually was no build, build to some, this. But they have started to build some chemistry, just like Chad Gable, like American Alpha. Because Chad Gable is, chem- is is just charismatic through and through, and maybe one of the most undeniable guys to watch in the ring. 100%, you have to totally watch agree. him. When he comes out, it's like, give me all eyes on him. He's old school Daniel Bryan. He's, yeah, he, he's just oh. charisma personified. And he it's is- in the ring, outside the ring, on the mic, everywhere. You have this revival team that I like because they don't like. I love the gimmick, the no flips, just uh, hits. Fists. Fists, thank you. Uh, that's a, a porn I think I saw <laughs> one time too. But they are just incredible. They're an old school tag team. They're gritty. They're rough. And they have this storyline where they can't get over, and they're the man's holding them down, and the fans are getting behind them as heels. So I'm like, oh, this is gonna be perfect. They're gonna lose in a screwy way. They win the goddamn tag team champions. Championship on a match that wasn't promoted. There was never later tonight. I never once saw a later Well, they keep tonight. having this match over and over and over again, so it loses all meaning. But they're promoted they, better on Twitter by the people in the promotion, which like, is great. Which is great. But that's the but way they should it. be booking it 
it, it's again it's you got the end result you wanted but it wasn't the journey you wanted the part which is the problem with this fucking industry right now no, it's like we'll just give it to them this is different to me i don't know why it's just this is so bothersome because it's so dumb that all you had to do was have them lose this match them have another promo where it's like we can't win everyone's against us be heels be like i hate this guy I hate that guy and then eventually cheat to win them winning clean is so counterintuitive. It doesn't make sense. The whole thing, they've been getting screwed, it makes getting sense screwed, getting to screwed. Me because they don't do the right things. But it's like, why are they getting the tag titles on an unpromoted... Then put that in the main event spot. Like, start using these things with a little more like, oh, this is important. This is where I agree with you. If you want to put these things in a main you event... You gotta start at the end, figure out how you want it to end, and I just then couldn't believe it. Like, that's the way you finish that storyline. They win the tag titles, and it almost doesn't even seem like it mattered. It doesn't because you took all the matter out of it in the weeks leading up Just to it. Just get to this damn pay-per-view. I'm so pissed Hang off. on, hang on, hang on. There's yeah, a couple you, quick things we got to no, get to. You get to it. The Becky, the Becky going through people and being like, she went to Finn Balor. She went to uh, Alexa, Bliss. Alexa Bliss. She went to Ronda Rousey during the middle of the Ruby well, she might have went to, You know what she should have went to? She should have went to uh, the Revival. Because, you know. She's she, a badass. Don't have her do that. Or she have, should, you know, people should she be should her. contemplate anything. And she'd be like, no, fuck you, Triple H. Fuck you, Stephanie. You're going to get a sarcastic apology. Because you know what? They screwed her in the end anyway, so it made no sense. Well, they her. didn't in the story. But you know like what I mean. came out of nowhere. But they, they, what they should have done made it easier is those people should have went to Becky. Oh, God. Like, Finn should have went to Becky and said, yes. hey, like because we've seen documentaries, yes. they're friends. You don't need to have her looking for advice. Yeah, people should be coming him. and she'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I know what the fuck Ronda I'm Especially Ronda Rousey. Yes. You could have just been like, hey, like, suck it, bitch. Yeah, like, Ronda, I want to fight you just as much yeah. as you want to fight me, but... I'm not apologizing. Yeah, fucking... And then the 50-50 booking is out of control. The EC3 thing, you made such a big deal about him winning, Please. and then you just take it all away from Please. him. And then the six-man tags. This was yeah, a roller coaster of emotion. I give it to you. I'm giving you. Go. They come, sure they come out with... How did it start? I forget. It was, it was Balor Bar- and uh, McIntyre for yes. the millionth time. Yep. Then they have a brawl. Like Then they go to a six-man tag. Yeah. Then they come back from the six-man tag. They're still fighting. Foot on the rope. Restart. It was like it was like an hour of the program you know that what? meant nothing. What you just said, nothing. put on the rope. Oh, we got to restart. That's what should happen in the revival match. Yes. These things should have been in the revival match. I, I can't. I, I get and, and then real quick about the uh, the 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 elimination chamber women's things. Oh, I love like, everything. I didn't. It's. It. I hate those style of matches. Like the Peyton Royce and um, Billy Kay, the Iconics played a spot. Right. Like I'm not gonna. I'm yeah, not, tagged I, out right away I and never tagged back in. This. I'm not going to be in this match. Yeah, the the winner didn't benefit anything. You just didn't want to lose. I would have, which is weird. Like I think the perfect way to do this next time is develop a singles tournament where one person from each team is in it, and like the losers, like like you have to keep losers facing to like see who's the first. Okay. You know what I mean? Like in a. Like a loser elimination like a 16, tournament. Oh, like winner bracket, loser bracket. Yeah, but then you can build the tension between the teams being like, Bailey, you fucked it up for us. You made us start first. So then you have a little more intrigue going in. Something like that because you just, I, the, you've seen these matches a hundred times now. I didn't mind. I thought the Raw match was kind of cool just because I got to see like power. I, I thought like they made all those teams kind of look strong. I yeah. know obviously Sasha getting hurt. That's a whole nother storyline. But I thought Bailey looked good in that. I thought Sarah Logan actually looked like a beast. Like her. She, the Riot Squad looked great. Yeah, it's because you, you got to realize. Well, I don't think they're great in, in the ring in either either one of them. But like the power, like tag team wrestling can be some of the most compelling things. I think that's what frustrates me right now. I would you know what? Let's just scratch elimination or fastlane and let's just do a tag team pay per view. Make it special. Make it cool. And boom, that's how you do it. But no, they're so scared to do stuff like that. Jabberknocker mentioned right here. It was a great idea by them. I think that you you have to do it because you're living in a world now where there are 
men's tag teams on both, but there's only going to be one women's. Yeah, you got to eliminate one of the men's. Now. Doesn't make has to it, WrestleMania. You got to unify the. It men's. doesn't make it doesn't make logical sense. So everyone sense. roams around, but you, it, it literally makes no sense. What they should do is unify the belts, and then there's one woman, one men's, and then have the men's on. No, one you, of them, you can't do and that. The women's on the other, or have them travel Just back travel, and forth. Yeah. But you can't have. That's what's gonna. You happen. can't live in a world where the men have two tag teams and but the women only have one. Where everything else. How is scared are you that they're gonna do two women's tags? They can't. They don't. Like, but how they, scared are you that I, they're gonna they do? They might. Here's why they need. And three teams on each program will be fighting for them. Here's the reason why they're gonna. There's gonna be a lot of changes once that Fox deal is inked because you have to think. They're, Fox and USA are gonna be battling with WWE to get superstars and belts on their program, so there's gonna be floating around. I just. Uh, and now, it's time for the Rossi on Wrestling main event. All right, it's here. The Elimination Chamber preview and prediction. Billy, you are undefeated in your predictions. No, I'm not. No, neither am I. <laughs> not even close. But, I'm uh, terrible This card is... I'm the worst. Heading into it, out of six stones, your, your excitement level, your One. hype level. One? It's pretty fair. Three weeks after Royal Rumble. I can't believe it's two, already here. Two weeks of kind of meh programming. This week was much better, but like last week really this did. This week was terrible. This was one of the better. worst Raws. No, I just mean in general. I thought the, if I had to pick out a, hey, you have to watch five hours this week or five hours last week. This week at least Watch the last more. hour of SmackDown, which was phenomenal. It was, and we'll get more into that. So we'll start off with the matchup. I don't even know why it's happening. You got Baron Corbin versus Braun Strowman. This poor bastard. Which it one? Both of them, but Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman at this How time last year How the mighty have fallen. It really. Holy he would, shit. Just to give you a little rewind, last year he broke the record for the most eliminations in the Elimination Chamber. Five. And then lost to Roman Reigns, of course, because that was the number one contendership to face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. This year, he's facing Baron Corbin in a singles and probably, match with no feud. probably pre-show or opener. No, no, There's no way you can put that in the middle of the card. Am I? Don't be surprised. All right, who are you taking here? Uh... I'm going to say I, I would like to see Baron Corbin win this. So you're going to go with him? Well, screw me. Yeah. Give me him. I'm going to take Braun Strowman with about as much confidence as I do um, is something sarcastic. No. Uh, Cruiserweight Championship. Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa. Ah, ah, ah. King Hippo. See, I've picked against Buddy Murphy every single time. Is this the time? He's going to break it? Uh, like, I remember a long time ago when we would pick people, uh, we, the, we started, like, picking these things at work, like, six years ago, maybe, sure. maybe even longer, and it was always Brie Bella versus somebody, and I was like, and I didn't even really watch, but I was like, there's no way Brie Bella can continue to fucking win, it's like and Caitlin. she always fucking won. I feel like Buddy Murphy is like that for me. I'm gonna pick him this time just to hope he, like, hope he loses. This is a spike pick. Oh. I, I want, like I want the belt off. I love him. I just want the belt off. Akira Tozawa, eh, I'm all set. I like him. All right, here you go. SmackDown Ooh, Tag Team Chip. The weirdest thing ever. Great promo. Usos Great are, promo. Usos are outstanding. You know Usos what? are so over. As heels, saying bad things about a city, they were still getting over. Because they're great. They're great in the ring. They're now also, great I gotta promos. I got to give the McMiz TV. Good segment. Yeah, was, I thought it was entertaining a phenomenal all, all segment. And you know what I'm worried about? Is that the Usos are going to leave, and I'm never going to get to see them fight the Revival. Because that would be Ooh. magic. This match, I think, will be great. Because as much as we don't want Shane around, he brings it. No, the Miz I'm, brings it. I'm fine this with match Shane. will be great. Uh, you just gave me a nice little fantasy book. What if WrestleMania, they say we're unifying the tag champs, Usos v. Revival? That would be... That's that would worthy be, that of would, WrestleMania. Oh, card. absolutely. A hundred times over. Let's do it. 
Book it. Okay, so Usos win then. All right, you're going with Usos. I almost don't want to because I know whoever I pick this match is going to lose. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the smart pick. I'm going to go with Miz Shane because I think that thing's going to last just a little bit longer. Why? Because we have another fucking pay per view before WrestleMania. We sure do. And we'll get to that. Now we have one of the most confusing matches (sighs) ever. I was right up there with Daniel. (laughs) It was right up there with uh, sorry AJ versus Owens and Zayn at last year's Royal Rumble Intercontinental Championship handicap match by the way i forgot to mention this i think i might have brought it up somewhere to someone but the fact that on monday morning they announced like that it was breaking news oh. that finn balor was gonna face bobby lashley and baron Corbin was gonna face uh Strum- like it was legit like breaking news like charlie did like a little I, I kinda like what? That, no fuck that no but like, at least they, they packaged it no no how stupid is your audience to be like this is breaking news no you this is like a we saw this coming a mile away. They fight every week. When you, uh, yeah, I get that part. Every but week. at least uh, I don't know. I'll take it. Like, cause I we break news. It was Joe Flacco getting traded to the Broncos. All right, That's that was we, legit news. Nobody thought he was going to the Broncos. I'll take Finn Balor versus uh, oh Bobby Lashley. That was fucking Joe embarrassing. Flacco. I'll take. It's a great tweet by the way. Uh, Sports Pickle, one of my favorite uh, follows. Yeah. Said um, John Elway won a Super Bowl with uh, Peyton Manning, who was the worst quarterback in the history of the league in that year. So no wonder he's going to get Joe Flacco this season. Oh, Joe Flacco's elite though. He sucks. He does suck. So, he suck elite. But you know what he is? Big, big game player. If he can yeah. get into the playoffs, watch out. All right, who are you going with? Finn Balor or is he going to pull off it? Poor Finn Balor, by the way. Real quick. Like, he just came off this awesome match three weeks ago with Brock Lesnar. was made a star. And they put him right in with Bobby Lashley, who actually Shovel. deserves better, too. Burying him. Like, Bobby Lashley should be Burying. a big deal. Burying, he should, he's a good heel right he now. He should be like... This is not a, the pairing, though. No, he should be a smaller version. Not smaller in stature, but uh, character. Like Brock Lesnar. He should yes. be a dominator. Bring back the dominated character, not the almighty. And I don't mind the Leo rushing, but make him literally like he comes out and it's like people fear. Yes. I totally agree. I, I think Leo Rush gets the pin. Think so Leo Rush wins? Yeah, I think they're just gonna continue to bury Finn Balor. Yeah, it's weird. I'm also gonna go with Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley. I think Bobby Lashley they, they could do something screwy here where Leo Rush takes the pin, but I don't want that because I don't want this extended. I want a nice spot for Finn Balor come WrestleMania. Bobby Lashley, I don't care. Like I just the title isn't making the guy, this and the guy is, isn't making the ugh. championship. This whole, like, the it's fact that this is our big topic kind of sucks because this pay-per-view sucks. Yeah, well, here we go. Here we're getting into the big ones now. Uh-huh. You have a match that literally we all, we bitched and moaned about Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey. It's all about the women's championship. Guess what? No, no she's attention def- paid. She's, no attention She's paid. defending the title against Ruby Riot this week. All who because you buried? Ruby Riot was the only one who wouldn't face her two weeks ago. So magically, title match. I don't mind so, that, though. Me either. But it's like, don't surprise us with the title match. Like, make it be an unannounced match or something like that. Or you got to hype Raw. this up. A little bit. And you have to hype it up during your program, which you didn't. In fact, you, you cut into Nikki Cross and Ruby Riot. Why is Nikki Cross in that spot? Who are two superstars that you should be booking. Or at least characters. When you look at the women, there's a lot of generic Those are two with, future stars. Well, it's just they have a look. They both... Ruby Riot, I truly believe, within the next calendar year will be a, a, like another one of those... Not Chad Gable type, but she's really close. She's not she's as great, great in the ring. She's a phenomenal wrestler. But she's so damn charismatic. And she's Her a look, great promo. She's, yeah, she's got it all. She's good in the ring. I'm not going to say she's great. I think she's she, great. She's really strong everywhere. So this match should have a little more juice to it. This match they should have something. They interrupted the match that she was in to cut to Becky and Ronda, which is far away. Like, R- Ronda, this is the same thing that happened to Shinsuke and um, 
Seth Rollins, where it was like, we're gonna pay no attention to this. Yeah. Like, I fucking, I hope Ruby White, uh, Ruby White fucking wins. Well, that, see, here's the weird thing. This is the fucking type of match. It. This is yeah. the type of spot where WWE is silly enough to do it. No, they won't do it. But here's why. Like, Ronda can't afford to lose in this match. But if if Ronda wasn't undefeated, I could see them doing it just to carry on a different storyline, which, as a fan, would be interesting because then you can. What I like to see is have multi-dimensional storylines that tie into each other. Um, but I, I'm not going to go with her. I think Ronda Rousey beats her. It looks this strong. This match is going to be... It's probably going to be well-wrestled, but there's no story to it. There's nothing to it. No, I just... I want to be... And Ruby this could Ryan. be a great match down the road, and you're you're doing it now, where if you book this out a little further, and like you develop the story into this as part of the Becky Lynch feud, it could have been so much better, but yeah. now it's just like, hey, they're going to fight. And Ruby Riot, it's like... I don't know. I just... The whole thing... It's, that one's really frustrating. And usually, like I said, I'm, I'm a... I'm excited because I like Elimination Chamber matches, and we're going to get into the two big ones. But this is one of those ones that's like, why even put the title? So Daniel Bryan has to go in an Elimination Chamber match, but Ronda Rousey just gets to fight a bona fide mid-carder. It's weird. It's I just think weird it could have been a time. really good match if you told the story. No, I, but you I, just... of course. It, I think it will. I think at the end we might be talking about the match There was no runway to this pay-per-view, though, so I don't know like what they're thinking by having two pay-per-views booked for WrestleMania. Yeah, especially oh, fast. And n- none of them are specialty. It's not like we're getting one that's just called, like, the way to win to like this so elimination chamber last year served as Shinsuke won the Royal Rumble. Raw brand needs to get a, cha- a championship match. Yeah. Here's your number one contendership. This is using it totally differently. And if you want to do this women's tag team title, make that the big thing for the night. Then, which I guess before we get to these last two, we're gonna go men's first, then women's. Who, what do you think main events this card? I think it's gotta be the elimination chamber. Yeah, which one? That's good. It's good probably answer. gonna be the men's. Yeah, I think so too. I oh think yeah, women, absolutely. The women I mean, maybe the starts th- the night because it's historical, though. You know, they always try to do this stuff. They're really pushing the women. They could put in that main event slot spot. I would be fine with that. I, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't warrant it because. Eh. Yeah, I'll I'll give you my thoughts and if it which places where, but we'll go with the men's uh, WWE Championship Elimination Chamber match: Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Kofi Kingston, Samoa Joe, and entering last, Randy Orton. Freaking win. Um, I mean, it, I feel like it has to be Daniel Bryan. All right, before we even get to the win, which I think we're both going to agree on that, who? How do you see this match playing out? So first in the match, who are your first two? I think that's already been decided. No, or no, no that's that match just was women. just for that was uh, just whoever wins gets last. last. So Randy Orton's last. My guess here, and I you think th- you'll have Kofi and AJ start. See, I think they sh- did the shine on Kofi, so I think you get AJ and Jeff Hardy. AJ and Jeff Hardy. That's the way I see it, because those two could have some fun. We'll have a good match there for no, a while. No, Jeff then, Hardy doesn't have fun anymore. He's oh, I, done. I like him. Oh. I like him in the ring. And then you'll probably get Samoa Joe, then Kofi, then Daniel Bryan, then Randy Orton. That's my order. That's what I would say. First of all, the champion should come out last. I, I don't even understand why. Yeah, hundred percent, he the, should. That made no sense. Like no. that's that's the best way to do it because he is the champion. He and should he's, have and he's a some heel. sort of advantage in this match because. You're taking all the... Because he could be pinned fucking first, and he's yeah. out, and you have a new champion automatically. And that's why a champion being... This should be a qualifier match. I know. It really should. It, it, fun fact. Two years ago, who won this for the championship? Uh, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. When he was good for, like, three months. Yeah, so it's funny. And you know what that came off of? Freaking John Cena breaking... Or tying the 16-time record for no reason. Which, there's been a ton of rumors. The reason he got that title match right there, or won that championship win to tie 16, is... That was him getting convinced to do the Nikki Bella um, oh, proposal thing. Yeah, oh, there's Jesus a lot of rumors that Christ. came out about that. A lot wow. of phoniness behind the scenes. If we didn't, if we didn't already know, Man. but they said that the storyline was originally he was going to win at WrestleMania, 
to become a 16-time champion. Big celebration. I hope that whole relationship is fake because if not, wow, sure. that poor girl. I mean, um, I know she's profited a lot off of the Bella stuff, but wow, that's The way sad. it's kind of come out, it seems like it's been pretty phony. But anyway, so that's the reason John Cena won that title, and then all of a sudden then he became... Uh, he was fodder in that other, you know, because he wasn't even eliminated last. AJ Styles was, but anyways. I mean, Daniel Bryan has Daniel to Bryan win. Wins. I think he's going to win, but I'm going to pick Kofi. Imagine that. I, I like. Because I really, honestly, fucking do it. He could he could have a great they WrestleMania promise us, match. They promise us. Well, you don't even have to get him to WrestleMania. No, you somehow do have fast lane. But I'm saying, oh, if you want to, or even the next night on freaking SmackDown, but screw that's him. the thing. Are they going to have, like, another, like, possible title switch going into WrestleMania at Fastlane, you weaken your WrestleMania by being like, hey, the champion could change twice before it between the Royal Rumble. Oddly enough, um, you know, during Attitude Era, peak time, titles were flipping around during this time. You know, Mankind and The Rock was like ping-ponging back and forth for like two months. And uh, But they don't even like tease it now where it's like, whoever the champion may be at that time. It's just like, oh, you're facing fucking Ronda Rousey. Well, that was the dumb thing that they always, that even last year, Shinsuke Nakamura saying, right after the role, I want to face AJ Styles. Like, dude, we don't even know if he's going like, to make it. Don't insult my intelligence. I know that these people are winning these matches, especially if you do it this way, where you're just like, oh, you're facing, I'm picking this guy to face. Well, then you know he's going to beat it. Bro, we do a wrestling podcast. You're going to talk about your intelligence? I guess so. Anyway, so then here's the other one. The Elimination Chamber for the debuting WWE Women's Tag Team Championship, which no one, and I repeat, literally no one wanted. No disrespect to women. I know you can't say that now without offending people. I don't want Tag Team Champions for the women. Do you want Tag Team Champions for the women? Not really. Does anybody listen to this really want Tag Team Champions for the women? Probably not. Then, from a distance, I, I gotta ask <laughs> Do you want Tag Team Championship for the women? Do I want it? Yeah. Well, they're doing all that elimination. Do you thing. want it? Yes or no? Yes. Oh, well, there you go. All we right. got one. All right. So eat my shorts. <laughs> all right. So the, the, the teams are the Riot Squad of Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan, Nia Jackson, Tamina, which I believe are going by the Samoan Suiciders or something like that. Uh, Not a good name. Slaughter or something like that. Slaughterers or something. Yeah, and then you got Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, who I still think is most underrated in the whole entire place. The Iconics, Bailey and Sasha, better known as the Boss and Hug Connection. Terrible name. So my question is, is Michael Cole going to say it's Boss and Hug Time? That's what he usually does. But usually just says Boss Time. Then he says, ah, it's Bailey. If I hear, but it's it's Boss Time might be the most asinine thing that happens on Raw. Uh, Michael Cole he, is terrible. Somebody should has, put him like down. He He's terrible. Well, yeah, now it's like a thing. It's like, uh, what's the vintage Randy Orton? Uh, uh, and then Carmella and Naomi. There's your slap tag team of Ugh. the event. So that, 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 That's the other thing about this, when they had some people have to have qualifying matches, and you barely had enough people to put in this match as tag teams that you had to like the hand Raw make teams one yourself. all had to win matches smackdown they're like we don't have enough women that's why you shouldn't have they should have all just been in it like mandy we have rose, six women's tag teams here are the people and then you have them fight in different ways mandy rose so you to be like yeah we're in there it's like oh okay iconic's like we got this in there too like cool okay cool and then it's like carmella and naomi beat jobber x and jobber b so for uh, this match, I think will be somewhat entertaining because oh, any so. of them could win it besides Carmella and uh, Naomi. I think. See, I, I actually agree with you. Uh, they're the ones that stick out to me. Is like, no, I don't see it. Iconics, I don't see it either. Um, the the only reason I see Naomi, Tamina, and the Riot Squad having a chance is because they're heels, and they're Tamina probably going to have a heel win. We'll see. The, okay. And I think it's going to be the Iconics because I think really? I would. 
I want it to be. It would make the most sense. They're the best on the mic out of all these people, and they could build a good feud for somebody going into WrestleMania, which will probably be the Boston Hug Connection. They'll be screwed out of it at the end, and that's how you get to WrestleMania. That would be good promos going back and forth. That's probably not going to happen because that's what would be smart. Just because you said it doesn't mean it'll be smart. I would say, is I think the same way. I don't. The only thing that gives me any, you know, belief that they could give it to Bailey and Sasha is because it is the first time ever, and they really used to like. They usually give it to like people that they believe will always be remembered. And the Riot Squad don't see that. Iconics, nope. Carmella, Naomi, eh, eh. Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, doubtful. So it gives goes really down to Sasha, Bailey, Nia, Tamina. Because the lineage, lineage of yeah. them and Bailey and Sasha are so legit. I'm gonna go with Naya bosses. and Tamina because I like the idea of a big, strong, forceful team winning it, then defending it at Fastlane, defeating maybe somebody else kind of bigger tag team than it faces, and then Bailey and Sasha potentially going over there at WrestleMania. I think the iconics are studs. I think studs. Peyton Royce is good in the ring. Yeah. Billy Kay, okay yeah. in the ring. They're yeah. both very good on the mic. Very catty, very fun. They're they're legit entertaining, and I think you kind of need that to carry this. This you need. I know you want to put it on somebody that's a name recognition, but the, you need a workhorse going into WrestleMania. You need to build a WrestleMania match. This is how you could do it on a, as you said, a tag team championship that nobody really asked for. You need to put it on somebody who's going to make it make a difference like nobody wants a u.s championship but john cena made it make a difference because he was so the right person the, to be up the, the iconics of john cena in the feet in the version of the fema in female tag team wrestling closer than any of them oh, from a standpoint of oh, being able to talk about the belt in so, a way that's going to make it matter okay the promos will be good so you're going to go iconics yes my guess is iconics are the first ones eliminated probably <laughs> Actually, just book it now. They're going to be <laughs> booted out of there. But I get what you're saying. You do need. I think there's. It, to me, it still makes no sense for Bailey and Sasha to win it here. But you know what? Since it's the first time, yeah, there's a chance. I'm still going to go with Nia and Tamina. But it always will remind me of Fastlane 2016, I believe. Um, no, two years ago, so 2017, when Bailey beat Charlotte for the championship before no WrestleMania. Made no sense. It was terrible. And that's probably what they could do here if they give to give those moments for WrestleMania. People are going to remember WrestleMania just as much, if not more, than this. If you make the match correct, yeah. Like, I mean, the, this was obviously going to be remembered first time. The babyface should always be leading the like should be on the chase leading into so, WrestleMania. I'll, I'll finish with this. If ninety percent of the time, if this match, the women's elimination chain match, is first on the card, I have full faith that Nia Jax Tamina win. If it's the main event, Sit ooh, Bailey and Sasha, yeah, probably. it's going to be tough not to give it to a face. The way they end, especially if Daniel Bryan or maybe your boy Kofi Kingston, it just seems like it's going to be a heel-heavy uh, winning to me. This seems like one of those heel-heavy events. Who cares? This this is way too early. There was no runway for this, so there's no real good stories. At least the women's tag team match was announced even before the Royal Rumble, so that was kind of cool. So this actually has some weight. Yes. Everything else is just like, what are we doing? Yeah. So just to finalize our picks, you're going Baron Corbin. I'm going Braun Strowman. We're both going Buddy Murphy. Uh, I'm going with the Miz and Shane. You're Ooh, going with the. Oh. Uh, Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush for your I'm both getting of Leo us. Rush pinning though. Okay, bonus point if you get that. Uh, <laughs> both going with Ronda Rousey over okay. Ruby Riot. I'm gonna go with Daniel Bryan. You're gonna go with Kofi Kingston. Uh, and then we, you're gonna go with the Iconics to win the first ever WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. Actually, it's happen. returning. It was in the '80s, I think. And I'm gonna go with Nia. Jax oh yeah, the Jumping Bob Angels. Yeah. So this is not the first time, but it's the first time in this new current WWE. I guess I could say. Match of the pod. Match of the pod. 
match of the pod. Bill, you left a blank here. I I know what it's going to be. It is going to be the Elimination Chamber where Shawn Michaels won the championship or his gear wasn't finished where Triple H almost died. I think that was... The very first one, Survivor Series 2002. I'm sorry. No, that's mine. It was uh, SummerSlam 2003 when Shawn Michaels wore the poop brown pants and won the championship. Is that yours too? No, I have the the first one. Oh, okay. But that is an excellent one. That Shawn Michaels one uh, where he had the Dutch haircut. Yeah, the Dutch boy haircut. He looked really bizarre. Uh, but did win the championship. Great moment for Shawn Michaels. After Great he, match. Re- he returned just a year before that at, at SummerSlam in a match that people thought was just going to be a one-off. So, and that started a great run for Shawn Michaels, by the way. Uh, the one I'm going with, I think the best-looking like co- like match, if you put six guys, think, just look at this lineup. You had Triple H, Kane, Booker T, Chris Jericho, Rob Van Dam. Like, you may think, oh, and sorry, Kevin Nash was in this, too. It sounds a little ridiculous, studs. but 2002. Oh, these were all studs in there. These prime. are huge guys. Like it's funny to think Kevin Nash was healthy for this match, but he was quick elimination. But this is also just like a match where Triple H just went on an absolute tear. This was during like the game, like to that. Yeah, this next was level. prime RVD, prime Chris Jericho, yeah. Booker T at the top of his game. Booker T. Funny say prime Chris Jericho. Yeah, there's like eight of those, but this is one of them. This is his prime, I think, in ring performing. This yeah. is just you it's know, a year after three his... years out of WCW, right? Yep. Yeah, and this is just a year after his. Uh, this is less than a year after his um, championship win against when the he Rock became, and Stone Cold. Yep, in the same night, and he headlined uh, WrestleMania that year with Triple H. And a thing that doesn't get brought up enough is Booker T is one of the all-time great in ring performers. Yeah, and should have beat Triple H at that WrestleMania. Uh, it WrestleMania is astounding that he didn't. Uh, yeah, that, I think that's something that could come up in a future podcast. That so. is one of those ones where it's just like Triple H, you piece of shit. Nineteen even, seconds. Even even if you didn't politic in the back to win that match, you should have politicked. Hey, Booker should really win this one. He deserves I think it. Politic it for other people. But I mean, that, if, that guy was great. Yeah, great. Triple H, what he is now. Obviously, we don't know all the facts, but what he is now and how much he does for the younger like stars of wrestling. It's insane to think what he did then when he had an opportunity to make those Just guys. beating everybody. But you know what it was? He, it was? I still think it was all WCW bias. Wouldn't put Scott Steiner over. Wouldn't put Booker over. If you were looking to make your first going black for champion, to get a job. your first WWE well, world that was champion, world title, but, but he, any of them. Like, Booker legit, T should have already done it. 110%. Give him the WWE strap. Like this, The fact that this is such a, like with all the things WWE does and this has never happened, it, it still kind of blows my mind. He's 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 a five tool fucking player. Five tool, five tool, five, five tool, tool, five tool, tool, five tool. Like he is a stud. It's astounding that he was yeah. never. In and that. he he got. I want to watch that after. And everybody actually know his just a second. Just watch. Go on YouTube. Triple H pedigrees Booker T at WrestleMania nineteen. Twenty minutes in between. It was it was nineteen seconds. Ugh. Nineteen okay. seconds. Nowadays you hit an F five or whatever you whatever the most powerful finished stunner, a stone cold stunner, and the rock's kicking out at WrestleMania seventeen like it's nobody's business. Not twenty seconds later, one second later. It's insane. So and, uh, and quickly one more thing about Booker. Please. We've seen him power bomb himself off of Batista at that summer. We saw it in person. <laughs> He, like, the abs of gold that Booker T had to do. Batista physically couldn't... One of the biggest people in wrestling history couldn't pick him up. He had to power like like a pommel horse, just fucking climb I up Batista, Batista and power bomb himself. Batista at that point was a, uh, a shower, not a grower, we'll say. Don't. He was... De- <laughs> even though I've heard... We've all heard the rumors yeah. of otherwise, but, but his in-ring at that time was very rough. Oh, it was terrible. But... 
Booker T, as you said, King Booker. Oh, I loved it. Great he was character. great as King Booker. He was great with Gold Dust. That yes. was one of the best things ever. Gave he him was, so much character. He, he was just great as a good old good guy. And he yeah. was a good bad. He was he had so underrated yeah. in his time. And it just his WCW run was incredible. He he was the guy that I remember the only reason I watched. I somehow didn't watch the height of WCW. Like, I didn't pay attention the whole three hours. Then when WCW was dying, I was oh, watching Oh, that's when I watched it. it too, yeah. Because I've watched Booker <laughs> T. Like, I loved Booker T. He was great. Uh, yeah, so, uh, but to end it out, so upcoming podcasts, uh, Rossi and Wrestling will return with this Sunday, we have the Elimination Chamber Reaction Show. Oh, God. Then we'll have Bailey in WWE. Billy, this is going to be your bread and butter. I've actually done some research, and boy, this is going to be a roller coaster. Yeah, I'm going to, uh, let me know what your research is, because yeah, I'm going to do you. mine as well. And I love this girl. I absolutely 100% and we're not adore to, her. We're going to briefly go over NXT, but we're going to really focus on w, like we did well, with AJ Styles. NXT was where she was booked correctly, and it made well, sense. She, she, yeah, and we'll get to it. That'll be next week. So that's next week. Elimination Chamber this Sunday. Then we're going to go with favorite WrestleMania feuds. I think I put funds in there. Triple H, uh, Undertaker, definitely. Well, we'll, we'll look at it. Like, <laughs> oh, which that. one? <laughs> but you have, we have different feuds. Just some of the things we'll go back and just kind of relive some of our favorite WrestleMania stuff. Because then we're going to be getting into, oh, yes, that's right. God, just that, a few weeks away. My God. The Fastlane Prediction oh. Show. And then we'll have on the 6th of March. And then the 10th of March, we'll have the Fastlane Reaction. There should be some way to protest this. Like, protest the fast lane pay-per-view. You know what's funny? To have one in between is almost too much. Well, it is too much. To have two is unseemly. If they did it... It's if, crazy. If Think about how much more important television would be if they said it goes Royal Rumble than eight weeks until WrestleMania. So you have to watch... Like, every Raw SmackDown has that much more importance to it. Or at least if you have this Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, put it where fast lane is, and then have that other match be determined... Here. Oh yeah, of course. Have but that, that. But I'm be, just saying. Could you? Yes. But think about it, like they really want to sell the TV product. You have five hours of television every week. We're gonna watch probably 18 hours of wrestling next week because it's a pay per view. It's like why not say, hey, listen, no more pay per views. Everything right now is like a pay per view. Every match matters. Every win or loss. All this stuff. They said they were changing it. That would have been a good way to change it. They've changed literally nothing on Raw. Little things. Like what? Uh, Six man e- tags. E- EC3 comes out and gets 50 50 booked. Uh, so he lost to Dean Ambrose. Yeah, I didn't see that. I'll be honest. Dude, I skipped it. It was a quick roll-up. It's what, what are you doing to EC3? Dean Ambrose is leaving your company. If you're going to do it, do it one way and have EC3 lose two times in a row dirty or have him win two times standing fucking Did he tall. say anything? EC3? Yeah. No? All right. I- I'm getting frustrated. But, uh, yeah, so we'll be back I mean, I don't know. I might have fast-forwarded <laughs> by it because I was fast-forwarding a lot. Yeah. But I stopped to watch that because I was just like, wait a second. He just fucking beat him? Why? Yeah, and the last last critique, I, I was a little... See, I told you, I, I'm, I'm even killed. Sometimes I can be negative. Seth Rollins, just want to say this. Really like him. I'm enjoying him so far. Can we get a little edge? Stop being so, like, white meat, excited, like, happy to be here kind of guy. CM Punk did it well, and, I, and I, now I sound like you, where I just related to, like, the most popular stuff. But he is, like, a very similar build. Like, he was an independent guy. He fought around. All he has to do is say... I'm going to WrestleMania. I'm going to break the system. That's why I, I, he he was the system. Two things, real quick. Two things. I'm one, gonna shut you off soon. <laughs> one was the fact that he said this may be my last match. Yeah. No. What, what? What? Like no one has ever. You fought... just survived six F fives on a whim. Yes. That that like again from a logical story story story. I can't fucking story speak to it. Yes. Standpoint. No one's ever had Brock Lesnar be their last match. So uh, that's you know who should have uh, the guy one like <laughs> the Undertaker actually yeah the Undertaker one hundred percent at WrestleMania thirty um, and then 
uh, I forget what the fuck else I was going to say about it now because I lost my train of thought. But like that, that to me was just like, what? what, what? No, it's, it's never been anyone's last match. Why would it be yours? You're going to be fun. You just the whole premise of your promo is that like you can survive at fives. But he's like, trying to tell standing. you he's gonna, he'll die to beat Brock Lesnar. Oh, so just oh, I hated it. All right, actually, I'm going to end on this. Do you think Roman Reigns comes out at WrestleMania? Like is, um, like in I, the main event, like to do something. I would, you know what? I love Roman Reigns. <laughs> I will one hundred and ten percent take him in the main event so in WrestleMania. We'll get to when we get there, but I'm just gonna throw this out there so I feel like I'm one of the first people to say it. I have a feeling there could be if Dean's really leaving, like a Shield send off end of WrestleMania. But how? Just after the match, even like just like Roman Reigns, like a huge pop return. Dean breaks character, comes out, they all hug and. You know, Seth Rollins is your new champion. You get a feel-good moment with Roman Reigns making an appearance. Dean Ambrose is off to sunset, and peace out, everybody. We'll see you on Like Raw. the curtain call type moment? Kind of. All right, fair enough. Frank says hi. <laughs>